Are you looking to level up your author business? Are you pounding your head against a wall, wondering what your next step should be? Then join me, Daniel Wilcox. And me, Sasha Black, as we haul ass each week in a bid to level up. Level up. Come along for the ride as we delve deep into the business of writing, craft, entrepreneurship, and every level of the author journey. This is the Next Level Author Podcast. Hello Achievers! Welcome to episode 28 of the Next Level Author Podcast, a podcast where we hold each other to account and track our step-by-step progress as we level up our author business. My name's Daniel Wilcox and here with me every week is... The Angel! (laughs) Sasha fucking Black! (laughs) And why are you an angel, Sasha? Because, Daniel, I fucked up last week, (laughs) didn't I? And now I look... Like a fucking angel instead of the queen of villains. So, so thank you for this a... <laughs> mortification right now. Because Harley didn't even dress as an angel as a queen. I'm so happy right now. So for people listening on the podcast, um, I, I highly recommend going over to YouTube because it I is, don't. It is Sasha's forfeit this week. And we did have a slew of amazing suggestions for different things uh, that we could do to Sasha on the Facebook group. You beat them all. There was the cinnamon challenge. There was cooking me a lovely meal. There was wearing pretty pink dresses. And that one was the uh, catalyst, I think, that sent me into sending Sasha a fairy halo and some angel wings, which she's very sportingly wearing right now. But that is not all that the challenge contains because I have just sent you something over Facebook Messenger that you have to say word for word to the camera and we will go from there because I think this is quite similar to what you did to me last time. Oh, wow. Over to you, Sasha Black. Oh. <laughs> Thing is, she was prepared for the wings and the halo. She did not know this was coming. I so hope this is someone's first episode that they're listening to us. <laughs> oh, why am I getting warm? You've got to read it. <laughs> yeah, that's the first time I've properly made you cry. Oh my god. <laughs> I've steamed up my glasses. <laughs> oh my god, everyone's gotta hear me sniffling because I'm laughing so hard. I'm like crying. I've got tear all over my glasses. Also, okay. on a professional podcast, someone would likely condense all of that laughter into just like a few seconds, but I'm leaving every second of this. No, you are actually the poor listeners. <laughs> okay. Oh, I feel disgusting. I feel absolutely revolting having to say this. Oh my god. Oh my god, this is horrible. This is so evil. Okay. <sighs> Oh my god, I don't want to do it. Okay, 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 okay. I hate you so much right now. 
I'm a pretty pink princess. <laughs> me. Yes, me. I'm a pretty pink princess. I, oh, you bastard. I may trick the world into thinking I'm heartless and dead inside I am. When, oh, oh, when really the truth is. (laughs) You must stand next Really, the truth is, I vomit. You've muted yourself. No, Chris, I didn't. Chris literally stopped that at the exact time that you started saying that. So I'm sorry, you're going to have to say it again. <laughs> Where did you get to? I just, you might as well. I'm not, no, I won't say start again. Go back like five words. When really? When the when really the truth is, I vomit rainbows and shit cupcakes. Hug me, ugh. When you next see me, I won't bite. I will. I I can promise you, I will bite. <laughs> that was not in the text. I'll uh, I'll cover you in fairy love and glitter. That's right, me. The pretty pink princess. Also, (laughs) also, oh God, Dan is the greatest person I have ever met, and I've met Gandhi. Thank you, Sasha. That was wonderful. Oh, you had better hope you never fail, sunshine. I will. Uh, I will also allow you if you choose to remove your wings and halo now, because I feel like nope. that was quite. Oh, good, fine. Fuck and, you. Uh, to to people will. who are discovering this podcast for the first time this week, um, this this is kind of the point of the podcast is we're holding each other to account. So Sasha did unfortunately fail one of her tasks last week, and this is the punishment. I've been there. I listened to my my forfeit this morning, which. You know, I'm I'm scared for the next one, but you ought to be. Hey, so now that that's out of the way, um, where where do we? Oh, so what's uh? No, let's check in. How how are you? How's your week been? Oh well, yeah, my week's been amazing. <laughs> it really hasn't. It's been the worst week ever. I will listen to this laughing. episode. This is going to be a clusterfuckery of fun. <laughs> Okay, so so I've had basically the worst week I've ever had. Um, it's been really long, really hard work-wise. There's a lot of personal shit going on. And then today, my son got sent home from school because somebody in his year group has got COVID. Awesome. So now he's off school for 10 days, another 10 days. And uh, he's only been at school for three weeks. So yeah, that's uh, awesome. But hey, you know, I'll uh, try and be positive. And um, I got my course finished. I did launch, launch yes. my course this week. So if any of y'all listening would like to write better uh, prose, would like to have more sensory descriptions, characterization, then I have a course that you would be interested in. So um, yeah, you should check it out and we will put the link in the show notes. 
definitely 100 percent recommend checking that out i've had a i've had a behind the scenes glimpse and it's from from what i've seen it's stellar so well it's you so you'll, you'll do fantastic um <laughs> yeah it's this week i don't know this week just seems sort of all out of sorts and i don't know if it's like that the world's going like darker and being like taking longer to turn to light in the morning or like whatever the hell else is going on it just seems to be a really really funny week in general like um yeah i mean my my week has been a I don't even know. I've had one of those weeks where it's just all gone by in a blur. And I think that's because I'm like verging on the edge of exhaustion again. So mm. I'm sort of deliberately, particularly after we, we end this conversation, I'm just closing my computer. I booked like blocked the entire day off tomorrow. I've got my sister coming up for her birthday. I'm probably not going to touch my computer again until, <laughs> until Sunday. That's a hell of a breakdown. Um, but I, I have spent. Wait, you mean Sunday coming or next Sunday? Because Sunday coming. <laughs> so you're going to have like a whole one day have off. A whole day off and it's <laughs> going to be glorious. Oh, yeah. the way that you said that, I genuinely thought that you meant like take... a whole week off. And no. then you were like, oh, yeah, this Sunday. And I'm like, dude, that's a day. You're having no. one day off. I, uh, I, I've i created an entire production thing today because uh, obviously people that have listened to the last few weeks know that I've got like a production schedule. And what I've done is I've, I've created like a proper um, spreadsheet that's got like word count trackers, like everything. So I can basically see everything I have to do day by day for the end of the year, which I'm very much looking forward to. And I've I've got into a position where I'm going to start cutting down on certain things again because as per every few weeks it's all stacked up and I'm going to breathe it back down because it's it is just too much to manage and I want to be able to do a few things very well as opposed to lots of things semi-decently um I have also um opened up the boot camp this week so that was one of my tasks was to get that website up and running and I'm really really happy with it and I'm really excited for the service that I'm offering um for people that don't know it will be Every Tuesday and Thursday during the entire month of November, I'll be doing a NaNoWriMo boot camp. So that will be for an hour and a half. NaNoWriMo. Yeah, right. For for an hour and a half on a Tuesday, for an hour and a half on a Thursday. Um, people will be able to jump onto Zoom sprints with me. You'll have the option to get like week daily messages that go straight to your phone to pep you up, to drag you through to the finish line because only, I, I didn't know this stat until um, this week, but only 15% of people ever actually get to the end of NaNoWriMo, which is quite considerable considering obviously the amount of people that take part um mm. so if you want to be a finisher then go over to www.danielwilcox.com forward slash bootcamp and what i have done for people who because um, i had a, a bit of feedback from people this week saying that the times didn't quite match with the different time zones and stuff so what i've done is i've actually now opened up two groups so one group will be at uh, 11 a.m until half past 12 midday i, I never remember if that's p.m or a.m i think p.m um gmt okay UK yeah, GMT UK. and then the evenings will be 8 until 9 30 uh, p.m GMT so there'll be two sort of different time zones for people who might be able to catch one or the other but yeah just I'll drop a link in the show notes but check that out um and I did I did also just want to take a second to <laughs> to do a podcast memoriam because over the past few months quite a few podcasts I listen to fairly regularly have dropped off the radar for various reasons that are obviously completely um by the the host choices and things have happened is but- it is it because their host co-hosts are bastards that make them look like fucking angels when they're supposed to be, you know, symbols of villainy? Probably not, because this just makes you love me more, deep down. Um, I mean, does it? Does yes, it, though? Because you wish that you could do this to me. Oh, oh <laughs> I am going to have very sweet, sweet dreams about what's going to come for you. Game on. Um but yeah, so I mean, my I, I don't listen to loads of podcasts, but I normally have like a set schedule of like, I get excited that uh, a Monday will hit and Creative Pen came out and then Wednesday was like right as well. And like uh, when the big gay 
author podcast moved to there i listen to that as well thursday's career author friday's blah, blah, blah. um for people who haven't listened yet the career author is moving into writers inc which means the career author isn't going to go anymore which will be something that i'll miss but um totally get the reason that the guys are doing it and it's kind of it all makes sense which is fantastic um right as well is obviously gone and so is the the big gay author podcast is now on hiatus as well so i just wanted to shout out to those and say that I love y'all. Y'all be missed. Um, and if anyone's got any suggestions for good ones, uh, good podcasts that can fill those days specifically, because I, I, I like to have certain. <laughs> Weirdly, I'm not a routine guy, but I like to have certain podcasts on certain days, or I like to like wake up expecting something. So, mm. throw them over. Uh, what's one thing that Sasha Black has enjoyed this week? Not looking like an angel. I would say. <sighs> I would say. What would I say? I there's. Addy LaRue. The Invisible Life of Addy LaRue is what I would say. I um, It came out, I think, on maybe like Monday or Tuesday. It's by Victoria Schwab or V.E. Schwab, I think is the pen name. Um, and yeah, I started reading it and it's phenomenal. And um, I have gone back to my old school ways of analysing and de- deconstructing as I read. And I feel like it's the only thing that has filled my well this week and the only thing that has brought me joy joy really <laughs> it sounds terrible but um you know I've done a lot of really hard work that isn't word creation and um I am missing the word creation so yes Addy LaRue how about you buddy you've been an absolute soldier this week I'll just say that as well like I've, I've I, know, I can't it's... really talk about all of the things that are that are going on and like this is this has been a week. Mm-hmm. So um, think think of your busiest day and times it by ten, um, and then add a lot of emotional strain on top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my uh, my thing that I've enjoyed this week is uh, David Attenborough's A Life on Our Planet, um, and I, I don't really want to say too much about this. All I want to do is just urge people to watch it because I think not only is it fantastically structured in terms of the narrative and the way that the way that they bring all the components together is just really really well done in sort of such an inspiring way but it's it's the the premise behind it is the fact that david attenborough is now 93 he's been filming wildlife stuff since 1954 he's been on this planet for almost a century um and he talks a lot about sort of the the changing climate things that he's seen firsthand all the different documentaries he's done all the different changes in um wildlife in the oceans and all that kind of stuff and it's essentially his witness statement on what he wants to say about the world before he leaves. Because being honest, he's, he's quite old, so we don't know how, how much longer he's going to be around. But it's just a very, very powerful documentary. And within it is a lot of very, very um, eye-opening stuff that I think a lot of people should at least be aware of. Um, even if, you know, it's not really something that interests you. I think it's something that affects us all. Because the one thing that they do go into is what the current projections are for the next like 100 years of humanity and how that's going to look and i think there are some very very eye-opening parts of that that yeah it's what it's worth checking out so that's my suggestion um weekly confessional sasha will have completed her course webinar and will have soft launched the anatomy of prose course yep done both of those you bastard so no forfeit for me next week and i've sort of half started the process of hard launching as well um so, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go nuts with the launch. I'm just going to put it out there and then I'm going to do another course and I'm going to put that out there too. And, you know, if people are interested in developing their craft, then hopefully they'll pop on over. And if not, I will just keep doing my thing. You're a thang. 
Um, mine was to have the other side anthology queued and ready to publish, um, be carrying on with When Winter Comes 6 and have my bootcamp website live. The other side anthology is queued up and I'm currently waiting for all the platforms to actually populate with the, the actual product. So I'm on, at the minute, it's on Kobo for pre-order, it's on Barnes & Noble for pre-order, it's on Amazon eBook for pre-order um, and a few others that it's, it's kind of going through. Still chipping away when winter comes. I'm going to get a big chunk of that done next week. That'll be one of my tasks for this week. And then, yeah, Bootcamp is live. So, again, the link's in the show notes for anyone that wants to check that out. That is a shame that you completed all of your tasks, Daniel Sun. Such a shame. Such a shame. Each week That's we hold each right. other to account. Yes, <laughs> as we track our step-by-step progress towards utter <laughs> fucking annihilation. <laughs> Okay, comments. So last week's question was, what have you learned about selling yourself? Okie dokie. So uh, lots of comments about the new graphics and imagery. So well done, Dan, for picking a photo where I don't look like a fucking angel. Um, Okay, so uh, Faye said, be a whore, but not a slutty whore, a classy one. Joking. (laughs) I have no idea how to sell myself. I absolutely wet myself at that. um, Love it. Yeah. Also, I love how many like whore and slut comments there were. Do you know what I got off I was like proper cackling this week. Uh, so Tom Fowler said, be a high class escort, not a streetwalker. Uh, really, though, you've got to sell yourself to have a shot as a writer. No one else will do it for you. Couldn't agree more. Eloise um, said, I've learned that my skin is my skin actually crawls off my bones and finds a quiet place to die when I try and sell myself on the upside. I'm happy to market you or anyone else. My skin is okay with that. And I think that's something we all feel really. I know that I find it a lot easier to market friends um, than I do myself. You tell she's a writer as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Andrew said, uh, I can't sell myself, but on a side no- oh, oh, but on a side note, how hot do you look at that? Oh, thank you, darling. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's have a look. What else? Elise said, I have learned that I'm rubbish at it, but I am willing to keep learning. Laura Kendrick said, I don't struggle selling something if I'm passionate about it. If I'm really excited about an idea, I have no problem talking about it and stuff. But myself as a person, I really struggle with that. That's a big one for um, me. Yeah. You have to believe in your product. You can't just peddle crap. <laughs> exactly. Meg Jolly said, uh, reselling yourself, I hate that. I've figured out how to do it with books, but me in person slash selling me feels terrifying. It feels so icky to talk oneself up like I'm an expert at what I do, but I suck at shouting about it even to get legitimate business. It feels so arrogant. I need to get better at it. Amy Sund said that, Uh, that it is hard for someone who suffers from imposter syndrome and perfectionism, but I know that they are beasts that can be overcome with the right support and positive attitude. I try harder every day. And last comment then, Victoria LK Williams said, the best thing I have ever learned was be true to who you are. Let people see the real you and be honest, not apologetic about what you stand for, even totally rebel pics like Sasha's above. (laughs) Nice. Awesome. Question time. Oh, I will oh say thank God. you to everyone who has commented because I, yeah, I, I and I am so yeah, and I will hands up and apologise for not uh, replying to anyone's comment this week. I also have not replied to any comments in my Facebook group. I wish I could tell you guys what's going on, but um, I can't. And I'm sorry, it's been a week. 
I had to take a I had to take a step back to fair. keep my sanity intact. I will be back next week, probably. Beautiful. So this week's question, um, following that note, is going to be interesting, and you'll be pleased that it, I I think this is probably one of the nicest questions I could give you ever. <laughs> He says, setting up to tear off your skin. Um, So this week's question is, what are your strengths? Oh, you bastard. How is that a nice question? You know, Because we've done nothing but talk about this this week. No. Okay. So you mean in terms of Becca's time, because that's completely different. Yes. Why? Oh, because if you were going to ask me what my personal strengths are, like what I think I'm good at, I wouldn't, I couldn't answer that. But surely that fits into... Oh no, a survey told me. No, no, a survey told me. So I could just tell you what they are. That's fine. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. No, but like if I have to actually think of stuff that I'm good at, then I'd really struggle to tell you what I'm actually good at. Um, Okay, so I have to open the document in order to be able to do this. So for those who don't know, the uh, what Dan is talking about is uh, Becca Syme, her her whole quick cast, Becca Nation. um, Better Faster Academy. Better Faster Academy, thank you. Um, And the purpose of it is to, so essentially the principle is you can, you can try and improve your weaknesses, but if you try and improve your strengths instead, you will 10x your productivity and your effectiveness. So they did a, they did scientific studies on reading speed, and they had very, they they grouped people. So you had a group of people whose natural reading speed was like 100 words per minute, 150 words per minute, something like that. And then you had a group of people whose natural reading speed was 350 words per minute. And then what they did was they taught people. And they um, trained them and gave them gave them training in how to read faster. Now, the people who were naturally not great at reading, they improved their 150 words per minute speed to like 300 words per minute speed. The ones who started at 350 words per minute 10x their reading speed and were reading at 3000 words per minute right i know it's it's like unfathomable to me yeah. that somebody i'm like down at the one the 100 you know well i read i read a page in a minute so i don't know what that counts at i don't know how many words that is but it takes me about a minute to read one and then we're about book. 250 words okay so so i'm somewhere in the middle of that naturally um Anyway, but that's not the point. The point is uh, the people who are gifted already naturally with reading, instead of just doubling their reading speed, they 10x their reading speed. So Becca's Academy uh, uses a uh, the Clifton Strengths Test. It's also called Gallup. It's had a very, very variety of names. Um, and it's much in the same vein as Myers-Briggs for anybody who knows what Myers-Briggs is, their psychological personality test. But this one focuses specifically on what your strengths are. Now, um, there's 34 of these strengths and they, they are listed in order. And essentially what you're supposed to do is rather than trying to fix things that you're weak at, you are supposed to put all of your time and effort into strengthening strengthening the things you are already excellent at. So your top five, although lots of people focus on their top 10 because you can still get some really good gains from your from your second five. Have you had your full report? Not yet. Ah, okay. So 
Right. So I, I will say I am about to take Becca's course, the Strengths for Writers course, which um, starts in a couple of weeks. So I am still at the denial stage <laughs> of my, I, I mean, some of them I completely agree with, but in order, my my strengths are <laughs> from 10. 10 is self-assurance. Nine is input. Eight is focus. Seven is command. Six is activator. Five, so we're getting into my top five now, is significance. Four is learner. Three is strategic. Two is achiever. And number one, (laughs) you bastard, is competition. (laughs) Now, the problem is not everybody's going to know what these mean. So I feel like I ought to explain, like, just briefly. So Mm. competition uh, means people exceptionally talented in the competition theme. Well, see, this is strive they strive to win first place and revel in like contests and competing and you know winning essentially which I hate I think it makes me sound like an arsehole but I'm not an arsehole I swear well actually well I can be we've had an episode on this competition could be good like there there is a good competition yeah okay so number two achiever is people exceptionally talented in the achiever theme work hard and possess a great deal of stamina they take immense satisfaction in being busy and productive don't know who that sounds like (laughs) (laughs) okay so number three strategic is people exceptionally talented in the strategic thing create alternative ways to proceed faced with any given scenario they can quickly spot the relevant patterns and issues which i definitely do and i do that for you sometimes as well i think Mm -hmm. then learner people exceptionally talented in the learner theme have a great desire to learn and want to continuously improve the process of learning rather than the outcome excites so the process of learning rather than the outcome excites them and this is so true and this is like one of the revelations I've had this week um, and why I mentioned Adi LaRue one of the things that I have not been doing is inputting to myself and um the way that I input best or the way that I love learning and therefore it like when I learn I think it then helps my strategic strategic and my achiever because the input process of learning then helps me to create patterns and all these connections which I then create and then I'm able to write books and do courses and help other people by the things that I've learned um so already, even though I haven't taken the course yet, I feel like I am, you know, <laughs> learning stuff about myself and, and going to be able to put it more into ugh, words. <laughs> <Don't practice. laughs> anyway, and then significance. People exceptionally talented in the significance theme want to make a big impact. They are independent and prioritize projects based on how much influence they will have on their organization or people around them. I think in some respects that's probably quite true because I do like to really help people um and you know that's why I do a lot of the non-fiction stuff is to give back to the community where I was helped along the way you know I was I was helped hands up I definitely had a, a stack load of help from people who have already been there and done that and I'm super super grateful to them and therefore that's why I put so much of my time into like making a difference for other people so mm. yeah they're my top five what are you so what have you specifically learned this week about those strengths that you are applying into your business? I know you mentioned there about the, obviously the input stuff, but why, why, because obviously you've been speaking to me a lot about this kind of thing over the past week or two. And there are other people within the circle, shout out to Caitlin and Chris um, who speak in this alien language as well. Um, and I've only, I only got drawn into it. Well, <laughs> I say drawn into it. Like I am always curious about this stuff and like, particularly if it seems accurate, I really like to get involved and see how it can help improve. 
Um, mm. So I did do my test yesterday, but what would you say are the key benefits that somebody might gain from doing this themselves? And I will add as well, we're not in any way sponsored by any of this stuff. Like we're not, we're not getting sort of paid to advertise any of this. It's just genuinely something that we found very, very useful. So I think, I think it's hard without having taken her course to know exactly what I will come out with. But everybody that I have spoken to has come out feeling like uh, feeling empowered to be their best selves. And so they may change or tweak some of their processes in order to be more effective and, and efficient at what they're doing. So and that might not be getting out. 10,000 words a day. It might be that they don't do that, but they um, do have other strands to their business or they do other things that enable them to get it right first time, you know, or, or whatever. I don't know. Um, I, I, I'm really curious to see what she does with me and competition, because at the moment I am in hard denial about the fact that that is my number one. Like I really am struggling <laughs> to accept that that, because I, like I even said to Chloe, my wife, like for those who don't know, Chloe's my wife. I said to her like, oh, you know, like, am I competitive? And she just fucking snorted at me. Like, it's like complete indignant, like, of course. And I was like, wait, really? Like, I know we've had a, a podcast on competition and I know that, like, I am competitive in certain situations, but, like, my number one strength, like, really? I don't know. Anyway, so I what I think that people will get out of it are, especially if you go and watch her quick cast. So in her quick cast, she interviews writers with, um, like, each, so each episode, well, each episode's on a specific topic, but she's taking each one of the 34 strengths in turn and getting writers who either have it in their like in their top five um, to come on and talk about how that strength impacts their life or like their pro what processes they've put in place in order to help it. Um, and so, yeah, I've had loads of ideas already just from watching the quick casts um, about how I can change and adapt and like even things like when I'm so today, for example, I was under intense stress. And so like the achiever in me, which is my number two, was needed to get something done for work. But my number six is activator. And that's somebody who just needs to like do they have to turn you know thoughts into action and so I just I had to clean my house I just I just had to clean because I had to be physically doing something that I could achieve I knew I was going to get it done and it was going to have an effect and so I let myself do that because I knew that those strengths in me that's what they needed when I was under stress and it really helped um and then my instead of saying oh, I'm going to do a massive task all I allowed my achiever to do was one one task but it was small and it was just to create a two and a half minute video that's it and I and I got it done and so I felt at the end of the day you know I could given the clusterfuckery of today I could have really got to the end of the day and been like I got nothing done it was a shit day I let it go to you know go to the shit great English there Sasha. <laughs> um but I didn't. And I had a conversation with um, Caitlin and Chris and, you know, and some of this was generated by them, like make it because they are further down this line, you know, generating suggestions about how I can make things work for those strengths. And as soon as they started talking about the things that I could do that were in relation to those strengths, I instantly felt better because that is what that's how I work. And therefore it made me 
better and it pulled me out of a potential hole. So I think there is a lot that people can get from yeah. this. And I'm really excited to like take the course and I'm in <laughs> no way affiliated with it. I'm just, yeah. you know. There's, there's power in knowing yourself. Um, exactly. So mine, like I say, I did mine yesterday and I, I was mostly curious because I feel like I did this years ago um, as part of when, when I used to be in my old day job. But it in no way reflects my, my results never reflected what I'm pretty sure I had back then because I am aware of my own personal journey. And I know that particularly the last few years that how I see things has changed. Like one, one major change in my life is like, I now live alone. So I know that that affects like a lot of things that happen, but um, my, so my top five going from five to one, number five was positivity, which I don't understand. I'm a miserable bastard. Oh, shut up. You are like the most <laughs> positive person ever. You do not allow me to be negative ever. Uh, so so i'll um i'll read a little bit as i go through some of well a few of them are similar to yours as well so i won't reread those but positivity um people talented in this team have contagious enthusiasm they are upbeat and can get others about (laughs) excited about what they are going to do uh number four was input so similarly to sasha number three was learner did you say you had learner in in your top 10 uh, so learners at my number four inputs my number nine ah, okay so yeah in, yeah so we've both got the same of those but mine are a bit higher so, yeah input is the need a need to collect an archive accumulate yeah. information ideas artifacts or even relationships yes and learner is the process of which is my number three um achiever is number two same as you and then number one is individualization so people with individualization are intrigued with the unique qualities of each person they have a gift for figuring out how different people can work together productively. Um, and I will say that I do, to be fair, I, I don't have my full list, so I haven't seen all of the others, but I feel like that's a fairly accurate representation of me, particularly the last few years, because I found I have got very, um, insular is the wrong word, I've got very, very thoughtful about things. And I am the person in my family that a lot of my family come to and basically ask me questions because they know that I'm going to give like, just a an objective opinion based off of things that I've seen that are that isn't really clouded by like um sort of all, all of the stigma and all drama that's sort of going on like normally about family problems and whatnot but I do I love I love to people watch I obviously like to achieve because that's the whole point of podcasts like this this is what we do um I have found the last few years that I particularly like I'd ra- much rather spend the evening watching like a documentary now than I would like a tv series um I I think since uh I, I got stepped up in all my old day job and just getting into self-development stuff. I've just loved the process of like learning and seeing what more I could do to make the best out of me and stuff. And obviously I, yeah, I think positivity kind of is a self-explanatory. Um, and I will add that it, in my head, when you're like, Oh, you never let me be unhappy. I feel like that's a negative thing because <laughs> like, the irony of that, but it's like, you are allowed to be unhappy. That's absolutely fine. I just try and like pick up where I can. Oh my God. <laughs> like hashtag positivity that is so funny oh my but the um the embodiment of positivity yeah but the (laughs) the point of this is like we we did a little episode on what are our marketing strengths and how can we double down on those um because sometimes it is easier to dig what is it it's deeper and and narrower than it is to go wide and shallow with stuff and i i definitely 100 believe in all those approaches and um i (laughs) yeah I, I think there's so much more power in knowing what your strengths are rather than trying to like pick up all your mm. weaknesses and if you can capitalize on those um and i will add as well something that you said as well um which i don't i've not announced publicly yet but i don't see any reason why i'm not 
like speaking about at this point because the whole point of this podcast is transparency um it's something that's going to come down the line anyway but one thing that i'm definitely got on like the horizon very very close is i'm going to become a coach for writers so all of these all of these sort of strengths and that very much relay into those particular traits and the reasons why i want to start getting into that space um it's because you are naturally gifted at coaching people I'm going to use that as a testimonial. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I but mean, you are, you we, so quickly get to know people and understand like their differences and what makes them tick. And you know, it's, it's very annoying. You know, stuff that I don't know <laughs> that I know before I know it, like, you know what, what I'm going to like, it's sometimes, you know what I'm thinking before I even think. And it's, it's very annoying that people know me like that. It's super frustrating. Like, but that that's why, you know, there's an angel on your shoulder. You are (laughs) wow. (laughs) You that is such a low blow. Such a fucking low blow. And I didn't think that's it. Have you ever worn a mankini? (laughs) (laughs) NSFW. Oh god. Yeah, um, <laughs> bringing this back. Yeah, I think one one thing that's that's uh, very very much resonated with me over the last couple of months is um, people who have listened to my interview on the Great Writer Share with Jenny Nash, who is the book coach behind Author Accelerator. Um, I I absolutely just fell down the 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 well of of her and everything she's working on. And one massive realization that I had when was in starting Devil's Rock Publishing. In my head, I'm going, oh, I've started this publishing company to publish horror authors and to get more horror out there to the readers but when I actually sat down and thought about it the real reason I've done it is because I want to raise authors voices specifically so it's for me the the whole point of publishing and being a publisher in that sense is to give lights to authors who haven't had that opportunity and to bring in people who might not have been published in other ways and to like give a positive experience to writers so a lot of that is a lot more about me wanting to give something back to the community of writers as opposed to me wanting to give it to readers and that's not to say Mm. that I don't love the people that read my book and it's not to say I'm not going to write fiction because I I still very much am Um, but I think there's just definitely because of a lot of things that happened over the last few months because of things like this there's definitely a lot of stuff where I'm thinking yeah I, I do want to offer value to authors because I find that I'm at my best when I can work closely with people having like a positive impact so that's that's the direction that I'm heading hashtag positivity (laughs) (laughs) okay so here's the thing I think we should come back to this in six months time because I will have completed the course and so I will be implementing this into my life uh, and trying to be more effective effective and efficient Mm. and hopefully I will have come to terms with the fact that I'm a competitive bitch Um, and you will have launched your coaching business and hopefully done lots of like self-development on the coaching side and so I think this should be a episode that we come back to and look at where we are oh I'm going to come back to this every day (laughs) you you sir are a prick I'm going to go through like which episode was it I'm just going to be like hello welcome to hello welcome to the (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's just gonna be the intro that's just like okay that's where we are <laughs> uh, uh, yes perhaps not quite the um physicals of this episode will be revisited in six months time yeah. no but, but I, totally, uh, I totally agree with the sentiment um yeah i think i think it'd be an interesting one to come back to 
Um, and with that, I guess the question that we're going to ask everyone is what are your strengths? And I don't think that has to apply necessarily to everyone with Clifton. Just literally tell us what it is you're fantastic at. Um, why, why, why you think you, you're that good at what you do. And, and we'll go, we'll go from there. Okay. How are you leveling? Oh, wait, this is your turn this week. How are you leveling up your author business session? I don't know. I'm going to survive this week. I think, um, what am I going to do this week? This, can you go first? Yeah, so I'll, I'm going to have, I'm going to reach over the halfway mark of When Winter Comes, um, episode six. Um, and basically just just push on with my production schedule. I do have uh, 15,000 words of another project that I need to write as well. So it's going to be a heavy word week this week. Okay, so I am, I'm going to survive. Mm-hmm. And I am going to work on my, so I've got two speaking gigs coming up. And so I need to work on at least one of them. Yeah, Done. That, that, that I can't commit, that's it. Mate, I'm gonna sorry. work on my speaking gig stuff. And I'm just going to be as vague as that because <laughs> I just don't know how much time I'm going to have in the next week to do any work at all. Perfect. Cool. And thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you, Sasha, for I, I, this isn't a joke. Thank you for being very, very gracious in punishment. Um, you, you've taken it like a real champ. So mm-hmm. that's that positivity. <laughs> you sir, need to watch your back. <laughs> and we will see you next week. Bye, Ziva. Hungry for more? If you enjoyed this podcast, you can hear more of my angelic accent and Dan's dulcet tones on our other podcasts. For more of me, check out the Great Writer Share podcast. For more of me, listen to the Rebel Author podcast. We'll be back next week holding each other to account as Dan and Sasha become Next Level Authors. (sighs) Give me a peppy a smile. I should be Maleficent, bitch.